Doom Patrol, Negative In Man, Elastigirl, Robot Man, One event Someone wants the Doom Patrol reunited. Your every word and action will be broadcast the planet. And that was Now, Monsieur Mana! Well done, my Doom Patrol. Never well done. It is too late for you, Caldell. You beloved patrol is doomed. Hello and welcome to Waiting for Doom, the Doom Patrol podcast where we talk Available about the Doom Patrol a lot in different ways with different words, many different words. words. <laughs> Not numbers, but words. Yes, hello. I'm, I'm Mike. You can find me on, I keep wanting to say Twitter, but it's X now, but it's still Twitter. Uh, you can find me online uh, as uh, at AvantGarve in most places on the interwebs and stuff. You can find our awesome website, WaitingForDoom.com, and you can contact us at WaitingForDoom at gmail.com and on our Facebook page. And all our episodes are available on iTunes, Stitch Radio, and Podbean.com. Oh, hang on. I think Stitch Radio has died, hasn't it? Is it? I don't know. I'll look that up while you introduce yourself. Okay, all right. I'm Paul. You can find me on Twitter, not at all, in any way at all. Uh, But I am on Blue Sky as Hicks, H-I-X. I've just got a really... Sweet little short handle there. Uh, if you need a Blue Sky uh, invite, contact me. And if you're not a fascist, I'll probably give you one. Um, <laughs> you can also get in touch with our Send In Show Twitter account, Wilfred at WFD Pod. Hey, Wilfred. Hello, it's on Twitter, I should specify. Anyway, uh, Wilf- Wilfred didn't sound very well last ep, did you notice? No, no, he's a yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think he's a bit. I don't know. He needs to move to Blue Sky with the rest of us. So Yeah. Anyway, it's the new Waiting for Doom, Mike. Hey! Yay! Yay. Yay. We're talking about Unstoppable Doom Patrol, which we, uh, is uh, the, the in three issues it'll stop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let, let's call it Unstoppable Doom Patrol Season 1. For now. For now, at this stage. Well, I mean, if they are doing seasons, then it might come back with a different name. Maybe. It could be, it could be called the Restartable Doom Patrol or something when it comes back. The Inevitable Doom Patrol. The temporarily stopped of Doom Patrol. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Look, look anyway. out! It's the Doom Patrol. Yeah, or something. <laughs> They're back, the Doom Patrol again, in a new uh, unstoppable six-issue arc, or something. Anyway, um, yeah. Sorry, I'm rambling as is not my way. What, Mike? What's been happening with you? I've, Give me a Mike update. I want to hear about all about Mike. What's Mike's been doing? Um, you, not your microphone. Not, not my microphone. Okay. Um, did I mention I saw the Barbie film last time we spoke? I can't remember no. if I saw it before or after. I don't think so. You saw the Barbie film? I saw the Barbie film, yes. I was hmm. pleasantly surprised. It gave hmm. me a lot more to think about than I was expecting. Okay. Have you seen the Barbie film, Paul? I have not, no. I, I'm looking forward to seeing it, but my wife and daughter went and saw it without me when they were uh, in Brisbane. Uh, up that way. So, right, yes. So I didn't see it. But yeah, I, I have seen other films. I saw Talk To Me. Have you seen Talk To Me? No, what's Talk To Me? It's an Australian horror film about this... <gasps> about the hand. Head. The hand, yeah. Yeah, oh, how was that? I don't. I just don't know how they didn't call it Talk To The Hand. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Good point. Yeah. 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 I bet there was a draft where it was called Talk to the Hand. And, uh, it was freaky and scary, but very Aussie. There was okay. Aussiness in it. I, yeah. I remember seeing the, the trailer for it. I was like, hey, hang on. Is that a locally made horror film? Wow. Okay. South Australia, which is, you know, horror of its oh, own. Oh, yeah. Right? Well. Without even. Yeah. yeah. But, um, 
murder capital of Australia. You know, that yeah. Place, Jesus, don't go there. Um, speaking of other places in Australia, I was in Melbourne last weekend um, for my son's girlfriend's netball championship thing. She was on in the, the Queensland State team for wow. the uh, Marie or Mari Little Shield, uh, which is a, uh, a nationwide event. Why don't event, they get a big shield? Which is a nationwide event where each of the competitors has an intellectual disability of some sort. So um, it, it was great to see these young women getting up there and just running amok on the, on the field and some very tense, close games. And I'm not even that much of a netball fan, to be honest, but it was very interesting to see. And I've read some comics as well, Paul. Holy, holy. I know. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, some of them fell in you. A volume three of Kill or Be Killed about the vigilante in New York City taking on the Russian mob. And there's a last page reveal in in this. I got the trade paperback of it. And uh, there's a last page reveal, which just makes you go, ah, oh, uh, that's, that's not good. That can't end well. And I finally <laughs> reached over and, and, and dove into my massive backlog and read the final issues of uh, Dirtbag Rapture by Chris oh, yeah. Isabella and uh, Giga by Alex Pacnadal and co, um, which is about the, the giant robots that were once fighting and then fell asleep and civilizations built cities around them and now someone wants to restart the giant robots. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so next up in the queue is the final issue of One Star Squadron. <laughs> So, <laughs> so I'm getting there slowly but surely, you know, very slowly but surely. And I bought some. Oops, I just dropped comics everywhere. Um, and I also bought some new to me but old issues of Detective Comics, as one does when he's in a different city, which has different shops. Different shops. Yes. Did you go to what did you get? Comics R Us or All Star? Um, I went to Harry's Comics. Harry's Comics. Yes. Um, oh, what's just, up with Harry's Comics? Glen Iris. Oh, okay. Yeah, no wonder I've not been Yeah. There. Uh, and then just because it was kind of on the way uh, when we were in the, the CBD uh, for a little short amount of time, I went and checked out Minotaur Comics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, were their comics are just a disgrace? Well. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, Minotaur is great if you want an action figure. Or, uh, or something anime or manga related. Yeah, but and videos, lots of videos. Mm. Or um, yeah, but yeah, the way they treat their comics is a disgrace, and they put stickers that cannot be removed on trade paperbacks and hardcover sets, oh, and they don't freaking bag them. But yeah. yeah, like you buy this, and then here's a sticker that will be with you for longer than your life. Right. God. Um, and it was there that I finally picked up a copy of uh, Batman and Robin number one, which I didn't even realise was a thing that was coming out. That's how far behind I am in Ooh. mainstream comics. I, it wasn't until I saw Martin Gray's post that he'd done a review of it, of Batman and Robin number one. I was like, there's a Batman and Robin number one? What? what? Hey. Anyway, so that has also been lovingly, carefully added to the backlog <laughs> to read. Anyway, what have you been up to, Paul? What's been going on with you? What what part of my life do I come? Um, my my wife and I go swimming twice a week in mm-hmm. Goulburn. Um, right. By swimming, I mean we drift around at a warm pool and moving our legs a bit. Um, she has you know some arthritis and stuff like that, so it's good for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, we we kind of like to 
basically find go from side to side so the depth of the water doesn't change as we go from side to side. So nice. just get it up slightly above your waist, you know, sort of onto your chest. It's warm water generally, which is quite nice. Yes. Um, yeah. But some people like to go back and forwards across, you know, from a deeper end to the shallow end and back and back and back. Sure. Yeah. Which is fine. Like, you can yeah. sort that out. There, except there's one problem. There's a, a group that we have started calling the Amoeba, uh, where they basically they talk the whole time. And because they talk, they have no rhythm in what they're doing, no consistency. Oh, so. You know, you're trying to cross from side to side, and the fucking amoeba's there, <laughs> <laughs> and it takes a while to get out of your way because it's not—it's talking. It's not, mm. you know. And every now and again, it does something weird, like it metastasizes and grows slightly as someone else comes in. Right. And you know, it's like, do these people not understand the concept of a coffee shop? Like, if you want to have a a good old gab and talk, you know, like, yeah, the exercise they're doing is just talking. That's all they're doing. Right. Exercise on their, their the jaws, but yeah. they're drifting. But every now and again, the other thing that happens is the amoeba splits and becomes two amoebas. Oh, God. Like, two people are going faster than the other two, the other rest, and then, yeah. And you're meant to be in the pool for an hour, so we always get in the pool. And, and when we get in, there's there's some members of the amoeba who are there regularly, and, we, and they're fairly annoying. <laughs> right. But when we get in the pool, we'll go, at least they'll be gone before we get out. Mm. And then these, these amoeba members stay longer than an hour. It's, it's a whole, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, nah, it's all these old people. I mean, we have jobs that they don't. It's, right. I, I, I think that's the problem. So, right. yeah. And whichever day of the week we go, they're there. Like we go twice a week and we change it all the time. But there's always part there's of always the amoeba. A, there's always an amoeba, the amoeba. Yeah. Always an amoeba. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Bloody amoeba. Bloody amoebas. <laughs> yeah. And, right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. apart from that, I have, I've just finished watching Rebels. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, Star Wars Rebels. Uh-huh. Rebels. Um, Words. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So now I can start watching Ahsoka. Uh, I, I just finished a couple of days ago, season seven of Clone Wars. Nice and and man, do I am I so I mean I already liked Ahsoka when they introduced her. Yeah, and man, I have so much more respect for her now. So yeah, so now the, I've got to get through all of Rebels too. <laughs> yeah, the final three episodes of uh, Clone Wars actually enhanced the prequels for me. I mm-hmm. thought they were really good because the character. Yeah. Meanwhile, this was happening. Yes, while while all the stuff you knew was inevitably going to happen, this was also happening. Mm. Yeah, and I really dug the the fact that some of the clone troopers worked out they had this programming and were trying to mm-hmm. tell people and it wasn't going good. Yeah. It's, you know, I felt yeah. a bit bad for the three droids that helped her out in that last couple of apps. Yeah. Like, they, they were just so keen to just help her get off that <laughs> that cruiser and they met, they, they yeah, poor droids. Oh, well. Thrilling, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yes, and we're watching uh, Buffy with my son, so we're... we're How's that going? Closing in on the end of uh, Season 2, and Season 2 goes hard, like, you know, all the stakes get raised and the tensions and the, and, you know, there's, it's a lot going on. It's real good. I I think it's real good. There's a a reason the show is uh, so popular, Mm. um, and a reason we all, you know, are sad that uh, Joss Whedon turned out to be a creepy piece of shit, so, yeah, Mm. but, you know... Uh, there's good stuff in there despite him being 
creepy piece of shit, and yep. it's lots of other people's work as well as his. So. Yes. yes. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it would be better if he wasn't a creepy piece of shit to, to women. So, mm. yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, a simple rule for everyone, really. Yeah, and comic-wise, I... Oh, yeah, this, I, I ploughed through... So at Heroes Con, I went up to Michelle Fife and said... Uh, shopkeep, sell me two of your latest uh, Copra trades. Uh-huh. Copra, Copra trades. Yes. Um, so I got trade uh, six and seven, uh, and they're really nice, nice thick trades. You know, I think one's got ten issues in it, one has nine. So that you know, uh-huh. yeah. Healthy. But I was like, yeah. yeah, I have to reread the first five because I can't remember every in and yes. out of it. So um, I basically over two weeks I ploughed through all of Copra. Wow. So. Yeah, and then um, I had to do the same with Lazarus because I had trade seven, and I couldn't remember everything that happened in the first six. And I'd read them as they come come yeah. out. It uh, came out. Word. Um, I read them as they came out. So you know, reading them all back to back was like, ah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, ooh, yeah, I understand that. You know, there's this. You know, little things like this soldier took this guy's shoes, and then four <laughs> trades later, someone goes, "Where did you get those shoes?" Uh, yeah. See, which, that's the beauty yeah. of comics. You can go and revisit awesome storylines like that. Yeah. Yeah. And whereas at the time when I first read it, I would have gone, I don't remember anything about these shoes. Well, mm. What's the deal with these shoes? <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's a tight, thrilling read, Lazarus. Mm. Very, very good. Mmm. Love it. Mmm. Chef's kiss. Mwah. Mwah. Mmm. Sorry, I stuffed that. Mmm. There we go. <laughs> Well, that sounds awesome stuff. Yes. Do we have any awesome Doom news you can share? Awesome Doom? Well, yes. Uh, The Season 4, Part 2... Uh, end of Doom Patrol TV forever is going to be on from October the 12th in the Americas. Yes. Yes. So, uh, I'm not sure if it's on binge or being promoted on binge, but, uh, yes. I would, I would hope that it would be somewhat synchronous with the stuff. Yeah. That would be nice. Nice use of the word synchronous. Mm. Oh, look, I'm a man of many talents and skills. Um, humble So we got... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. So there are six more eps. I think uh, the first two eps are going to be on October the 12th. Uh, so they're going to be releasing on the same day. So And then there'll be four eps that will come out after that, which will conclude everything about the Doom Patrol on TV at this time in our life. Mm. Uh, then we will resume the status of, of waiting for Doom in some form. Um, but yeah. we're still comic for now, so our waiting is fairly... Short, brief, and temporary. But then after that, we'll be waiting for more Doom. So, yes. But yeah, um, so lovely to see that there's, uh, yeah, more Doom Patrol coming to TV. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll get some closure. I want some closure. Yeah, we need the closure. Yes. Yes. Uh, what else can I tell you? Oh, uh, Craig uh, McDaniel pointed out that there's a um, reprint of Doom Patrol number 99, which is the first appearance of Beast Boy. So that's coming out. Oh, so, yes. Yeah, so Gar Logan, or Craig, as he was called in the first appearance, <laughs> he gets, uh, yeah, you can read the very first appearance of his comic, um, and that's coming out, uh, I think, late 
in, it's coming out in October. Anyway, and there's also going to be a big crossover. Uh, wow, DC doing a crossover. Uh, no, you don't say Yeah, that. yeah, about a month after the last one. Uh, but this one is called Beast World, and it's all about, um, yeah, Beast Boys, powers going wild, and, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what's beyond that, but I, I believe he turns into a Starro. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, okay. and becomes, they call him Garo. Oh, my God. Are you for real? Yeah, I'm for real. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Okay, DC. Sure. But, I mean, this is spinning out of uh, the Teen Titans book, which is by Tom Taylor and Nicholas Scott, which, uh-huh. um, you know, they're a primo team. Yes. Primo teamo. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it could be good. Could be good. I mean, Tom Taylor has not done a crossover. He's done lots of, you know, Elseworldy type stories. Yeah. But he's never had the let's pull together a big story and make it big thing mm. that uh, pull the trigger. So uh, you can look forward to us talking about that on DCOCD in about three years. So. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that's prime fodder for DCOCD, that stuff. So. Yeah, tell you what, I'm not looking forward to the night terrors. <laughs> <laughs> you say that now, but, oh, look, I'm sure we'll be kicking up our heels and having a jolly old time once we get to that. Well, so, yeah. I, mean, I can get I can read every issue of Night Terrors through the app and mm. I still don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. And and I've I've got the series in print as well. Oh my god. But goodness. it's just sitting there in the the pile. So, yeah, one day. Yeah. By the time we get round to doing that on DCO City, it'll be a brand new read for me. Fresh <laughs> 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 in my hands. Anyway, also there was an appearance of Gargawax. Gargawax? Where? In Shazam. Oh. He was a... Yeah. I can't remember who shared that with us. Someone on, on Twitter slash X, whatever it's called these days, you people. Um, and they, it was like the final page reveal. And it was like Gargawax was threatening Shazam with something. Not a good time, obviously, yeah. but... Um, who was it? Whoever that was, and I, I'm... Probably I'm, Craig. Probably Craig. Craig clues into lots of cool things because Craig's awesome yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, someone someone recently, and I, I apologise for not recalling who it was or being more prepared. But yeah, someone shared with me the the last page reveal of Gargawax basically, you know, standing there looking all bossy Gar- and Gargawaxing. Yeah, Gargawaxing it up. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, well, I also heard that uh, the Brain and Mallor from this was from Tim, Tim Deceitful Price. Um, okay, hey, charming but deceitful. Come on. Oh uh, yeah, I forget the first bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tim shared that the the Brain and Mallor were uh, in an episode of My Adventures with Superman, which is oh yes, Superman cartoon. Mm. So, but Brain and Mallor they get out there all the time. They are like the do patrol uh, villains out and about in the DC universe. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, people love them. Well, I mean, what's not to love? One's a brain, one's a talking gorilla. Yeah. A, a French talking revolutionary gorilla. So, yeah. As, yes. as you do. Yeah. And they're in a relationship. So, yeah, I, I can see the appeal of them. But, yeah, they're everywhere. But, uh, mm. yeah. So, oh, that's good. Gargax. Yeah, that's a deep yeah. cut. Mm. Deep cut. Get some stitches on that. It's a deep cut. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but uh, apart from that, we have oh, there's there's movement in the coffee crew, the the the, the brew crew, the oh, brew crew. Oh, oh, that's that's a good one. I like that. Yes, well, 
Thank you, sweet agent, angel of inspiration for that one. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah, a brew crew, people who buy us a coffee, buy the buy us a coffee thing. And uh, tell you what, this time I'm going to make sure the buy us a coffee thing starts going out on our episode links. So it's embedded oh, in. Oh, that's. Yeah. I think that's, that's what we'll do because a lot of people want to buy us coffee, but they don't know how to buy us coffee. Yeah. You know, and they're like, if they're not in the street with us, you know, walking past the coffee shop, if, if you want a coffee. Yeah, if only we'd there. thought of that before now. Yeah, well, and, you know, and it's... not during the middle of an episode. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, I'm only saying it now. It doesn't mean we'll actually do it. That's true. Yeah, it's yeah. aspirational at this point. Yeah, yeah. I put the ass in aspiration. Um, <laughs> where was I? I was talking about the coffee people. You yeah. were going to name the awesome brew crew at this. The time. brew crew. Yes. Yes. So AJ. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, they're waiting for brews. Wait, well, that sounds like we're going to punch them and they'll get... No, oh, never mind. As you were, what were you saying? Um, I was going to say, AJ Wright, Ashford Wright of the Wright On Network, Wright with a W, uh, and not as in, as like, Wright with a pen, but yep. Wright. Uh, yeah. It's like the word correct Wright. Yeah. Stay not as target. in a ritual, right? Stay on target. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done this before. I never do this thing where I just start going all over No, you never ramble. No. No. Shit. Anyway, he brought us coffee again. We've had more coffee from AJ. So, thank you, AJ. Coffee revisiting. Um, yeah, we we had coffee from him. Now, I want you, everyone, to check out his podcast. He does straight out of Gallifrey, which is about uh, Time Lords on Doctor Who and stuff. And he talks with Siskoid, and currently they're talking about the Big Finish stuff. And he's also doing a delightful series on the Key to Time ones about with Romana Number One with uh, Sarah Century. Uh, he also does Straight Outta Federation, which is a fantastic show because I come on it occasionally, but some apps aren't good because Shag's on them. Um, and, yeah, but I've been on it more than him. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's about uh, Blake Seven, which is uh, a really good show and really entertaining, really good character character interplay, interaction into into the ship together. Um, and what else do he do? He does... Um, Oh, Batgirl and Huntress and shows about them and Cassandra Kane podcast. Yep. Yeah, and he has a wonderful crew. He's got like Laurel and Tim. Tim Price is also ah. uh, one of the the coffee providers. The person he bought us more coffee very recently. So yes, yeah, yeah. Um, so thank you, Tim. Um, thank you, Tim. As as I've said before, he's charming and not at all dishonest about the fact that he's seventeen because his uh, handle on everything is Tim Price seventeen. Yes. Um, which, you know, after a few years, I just got suspicious. I thought, hang on. He's not changed to Tim Price 23 since no. I first, first been interacting with I him. Was I, mean, sus- I, him. I was suspicious the minute I saw his handle and then I saw a photo of him and I was like, hang on a minute. This is yeah. some 21 Jump Street type shit. You know? Well, when I met him, I was like, if he's 17, he has had a hard life. <laughs> I'm not saying he's unfit or anything, but you know he doesn't look seventeen. He, he's all. seen that that dude has seen things. He's seen, he's lived. He's he's, uh, he's whoa, he's lived. Yeah, he's stared into the face of um, aging, and he he looked into the abyss, and the abyss slapped back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he has not bathed in the pool of eternal life. I'm just guessing. 
Anyway, is there anyone else in the brew crew that you want to mention? <laughs> yeah, Arvard. I've never met Arvard, but um, every now, whenever he has sent us an email, he's been incredibly uh, educational and yes. like he knows stuff. He's you know he's one of those uh, intellectual fans who uh, you know, and he's got that you know not just Australian American perspective on things, which I really appreciate. Like you know, he, he can tell us about European comics and things like that. Yeah. So really appreciate that. Kevin, Kevin Wetter, um, he lives in uh, North Carolina. But, uh, yeah, he, if you go to HeroesCon, you're probably going to see Kevin. He's a, a tall man, a fine man. He has miss, a, yeah, yeah he, he's a kind man. He's a lovely person. And, uh, yeah, he, his comic collection is um, primo, I'd say. Yeah. Very cool. And he's got some action figures and stuff like that. Uh, he has some dogs and some cats. And, uh, yeah, Kevin is fantastic. And, you know, I... That's one of the things I look forward to going back to America is to see Kevin. So, yeah, as often as again. The Bat Pod, Bill Bear from the Bat Pod bought his coffee. And, uh, yeah, um, they've got us a theme song. Do you think we should have a theme song? Um, I'll get back to you on that. Okay, yeah. But, yeah, Bill has been doing the Bat Pod for a long time. Um, yeah, and it's always interesting. It's always about old Batman comics, sometimes new Batman comics. Uh, you never know what you're going to get unless you aren't expecting something to do with Batman, in which case you will get something to do with Batman every time. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But apart from that, to- totally random, but Batman, yes. you know. Yeah. And uh, someone else? Who was it? Who is the next person, Mike? Frack. Frack. The man, the he's, legend. Yeah. He's a doctor. Yep. He's in He's smart. He likes Final Crisis. He doesn't like some episode of DCOCD. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's a great dude. We love you, Frack. I love, love all you. the brew crew. Thank you very yeah. much for your support, one and all. Um, yeah. And yeah, if you would like to support our show and our silliness, check us out on Buy Me A Coffee. Buy Me A Coffee. Become a member of the brew crew. Yeah. It's what all the cool kids are doing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um... Mike, the ticking. What, what's ticking. the deal? Oh, finally. <laughs> that has to... What was that? Oh, my Lord. Uh, as oh, did you, you hear that? I did, yes. Oh, that was um, someone shutting the screen door out. We've got a slidey screen door. So right. The, I okay. believe the dogs would have gone out or come in. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Don't let, don't let it interrupt you. No, no, I, w- I won't. It's pre-read it's podcasting as always from us. So, but anyway, yes, that ticking that we can maybe hear is the Doom Clock. And so, yes, we look upon the face of the mighty Doom Clock once again, and we can see that it has been just over four weeks since we had a new Doom Patrol book on the shelves, that being issue five of Unstoppable Doom Patrol, which came out on August 22nd of 2023, and we will be discussing that in just a few short moments. Issue six of the series is due out in less than one week from the time of recording. That uh, will be out on the shelves on September 26th of 2023. So that's going to be... Awesome fun. Well, awesome fun for some people because General Immortus is basically going to go and attack the shelter mm. in the next issue. So, yikes. But anyway, normally I would be saying that now it is time for the This Week in Doom Patrol History guessing game. But guess what, Paul? What? I have triple checked and not a single issue of any series of the Doom Patrol came out for the week of September 17 to 23. Wow. Not a single damn thing. I think this is the second time ever in the history of the show 
that we've had an episode come up with nothing being released in the relevant week. And the last time it happened was on our 100th episode, and we had Richard Case on as our very special guest. And <laughs> it was kind of like, oh, sorry, nothing Doom Patrol related came out this week, but I did some research, and here's all some stuff that Richard Case worked on during this week. I think it was a Doctor Strange story. Uh, something yeah. that he did with, it was something he did with Marvel. But anyway, I'm rambling and, and just filling time now. But yeah, unfortunately, there's no no guessing game for you this week. So, okay, well, I'll take it as a win or what we call in the sporting world as a buy. It's a buy. I, yeah. It's a buy. I've got a buy. Yeah. Not yeah. be you wise and go shopping, but or as I like women and men. But I, I mean, I do like women and men. Um, anyway. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be fun to edit this one. I'm rambling <laughs> with the co-hosts. But yes, I, look, I, I was up very late last night getting all my notes checked and, and finalised. And I was like, there's got to be something. No, there was nothing. I even looked through some of the, the collected editions and couldn't see anything that came out in, in trade mm-hmm. paperback form for this week either. So, um, yeah. So... All right, great segment. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, congrats on on main. You've you've still yet to beat your record of um, three pages in the three new pages. format of the guessing game. Um, wow. I can't remember what your your old format record is based on the die roll, but you know, three pages was pretty impressive. So I can't even remember the old format. It's where I roll the the. I like to ask questions. Yeah, yeah, yes or no, higher, lower, you know. <laughs> Comedy gold. Anyway, that's enough stalling for now. Let's move on. Okay. All autumn, the leaves change colors and begin to fall. The kids go back to school. Pumpkin spice becomes its own food group. And little ghosts and goblins are on the streets begging for candy. But something sinister awaits. Back in the woods, among those dead trees, sits a foreboding, dilapidated manor. You can't resist. You must go inside and return to... The House of Frankenstein! Did you hear that? I heard that. What was it? Listen to them. Children of the night. What music they make. The Supermates Podcast presents four spine-tingling episodes covering your favorite classic horror films featuring these iconic stars. Griffin Dunn and David Naughton. You're one of the undead, and I'm a werewolf. Yes, that's right. Bela Lugosi. I am Dracula. I bid you welcome. Claude Rains. You're crazy to know who I am, aren't you? All right, I'll show you. <laughs> and Peter Cushing. Plus, your favorite superheroes versus classic monsters. I understand your concern, Mr. Wayne, but I don't think you need to worry that Wayne Tech is responsible for this invisible man. But I seem to remember last year hearing something about an invisibility project. Visit fireandwaterpodcast.com or your favorite podcatcher for the 10th annual journey into terror at the House of Franklin Stein. available in pumpkin spice flavor.
And now it's the part of the show where we cover something to do with the Doom Patrol. And today we're covering Unstoppable Doom Patrol number five, which um, was the fifth issue of, hence the five, the fifth <laughs> issue of Unstoppable Doom Patrol. So, yes. Uh, but uh, it was by Dennis Culver, with art by Chris Burnham, uh, cover art by Burnham on one... Actually, I've got the covers here. I can tell you all about the covers. So the first cover has Assault on Main Street, which has uh, the Doom Patrol basically running amok. Amok. Mm. A muck, a mock, running wild in the in the streets uh, with people running in terror from them. Yes, um, and Rita is picking up one of those giant what's those the giant like balls filled with water things that they have in towns. I we don't have them in Australia. We no. do. We? I, I think they're they're like water towers, basically. We call them water balls. Um, yeah, do we? That's what everyone. Well, everyone calls. Them. Uh, yeah, but that was a great cover by Ben. Lots of action, yes. explosions. Uh, I like that Cliff is just picking a guy up to lob him. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I like how gre- creepy Degenerate looks. He's just sort of like, in you know, not as big as Rita, but he's like, you know, pushing a building aside and his creepy face is coming around the corner. And he's just yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Beast Girl leaping on someone. Yes. Uh, well, about to leap on someone. Yes. Yeah. I like it. And Black Annis, you know, making an appearance as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't yeah. see black anise that much. No, not, not as much these days. Yeah, so. It's hard to get us the other colours. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyway, and the other cover was by Mikhail Janine, uh, and it showed uh, Larry and Cliff um, cruising. Basically, yeah. they're in a car, they're cruising. Just cruising around. Yeah, yeah Larry's throwing up the, what do they call it, the, the Spider-Man pan. Like a hang ten or something? Yeah, a hang ten! Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> do you have the other? Do you have the other variant cover there with you as well? Yeah, I do. Yes. Oh, you've got all. Wow, you went. You went hard. Yeah. Oh, I okay. didn't buy them. I'm just looking them up on the app. Oh, right. The, okay. Uh, distribution. You, you didn't go hard. Okay. Sure. Oh, well, reasonably mildly firm. Um, <laughs> <I'm> st- <laughs> this one was by Alan Quire. It's the one in twenty-five. So you had to buy twenty-five other copies of the Doom mm. Get one. No, you don't have to. Yeah, your store has to order twenty-five. Yes. That's how. It works. But this is uh, it's Flex and Cliff having an arm wrestle while the rest of the team are gathered around, and it looks like it's in uh, some sort of. I'd call it a creepy house, but it also looks a little bit like a western bar, you know, with yeah. the balcony at the top and you know throw people off the. It's some the sort of that. seedy drinking establishment, I'd say. It is, yeah, yeah. yeah but um, Cliff and Flex are. Arm wrestling and yeah. Flex is flexing mightily. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's, yeah. A, it's a very so, cool cover, that one. Yes. Yeah. Very good. And the, um, we've got Jane as the chief with the masky thing. Yeah. You don't see Niles much on these covers. No. No. Well, he's kind yeah. of uh, he, he's, uh, sidelined almost, taking a back seat. Yeah. Begrudgingly. So. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's that's what on covers. Mike, what's what's it all about? Okay, well, as given away by the the main cover, where they're assaulting Main Street, the Doom Patrol. As soon as you open the issue, they are definitely on the attack. Robot Man and and an embiggened Elasta Woman leap down onto the main street of the town of New Poplar, Illinois, and start taking out anyone within reach. Watching them from on high is Negative Man and Beast Girl in the. What's the name of their airship thing? Is it the Ambo? The Ambulance? Uh, yes, maybe. Let's call it the Ambo. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, Negman and Beast Girl are up there watching all this chaos 
unfold. While elsewhere, Degenerate, Velvet the Worm, Chief Jane, and OG Chief Niles Calder are attempting to sneak into an underground base of the Metagen Corporation. Uh, because our heroes believe the entire town is a front for that company. However, the sneaking soon becomes unstuck as Metagen goons, led by, led by their CEO, Brian McLean, intercept and overpower them, revealing the town above them is a trap. And now Rita and Cliff are facing not just citizens, but killer cyborgs. Oh my. With Jane and Degenerate neutralised, McLean starts monologuing and eventually admits to Niles that Metagen wants to hire him because it was Niles' experimentation with catastrophe theory and nanotechnology that led McLean and Metagen to combine and improve upon those fields of comic book science, which enabled them to create metagenes for those who lack them, building made-to-order designer metahumans, such as their first prototype, Metawoman. Despite Niles' protest regarding the whole endeavour, McLean orders Metawoman to stop the Doom Patrol from destroying the town above, and she gleefully flies off to take them on. And she actually has them on the ropes for a few minutes, walloping Robot Man through the air and actually knocking down Rita until Meta Woman's body starts to rapidly, grotesquely turn her into a giant monstrosity. Niles begins to scold McLean. He's not anticipated the tech handling so many variables at once, and the nanomachines are overcompensating, and Meta Woman isn't emotionally prepared to handle the results. Suddenly, Degenerate and Jane reveal that they're free and have taken out McLean's goons thanks to an anti-neutralizer neutralizer hidden within Caller's action chair. The, the group sees on a nearby giant monitor that military peace hammer robots, which we last saw in issue two, have arrived up top in the town to take care of the chaos, and McLean finally confesses, hey, guess what? The military actually fund us, and today's setbacks, they're just lessons learned in phase one of our testing. Oh, and also, I'm a robot proxy, lol. And as the peace hammers take on the giant rampaging blob that was previously Meta Woman, the Doom Patrol get the heck out of New Poplar. Meanwhile, elsewhere, General Amortis is in the middle of some strange experiment with a giant laser beam battling something, when he's interrupted by Monsieur Mala, who tells him that new recruits for their army have arrived. He leads the general outside to a balcony, and Amortis is pleased by the sight of the gathering of strange-looking beings. He addresses them, telling them that if they pledge loyalty to him, anything they could wish for will be theirs. All they have to do is destroy the Doom Patrol. <gasps> Paul, what did you think of issue five? Of what? Why is everyone out to get the Doom Patrol? I don't know. I Just bad luck. Yeah. Well, I... I th- find this issue is interesting because it, it really is the first real development to sort of rehabilitate Niles from his utter scumbag status. Mm-hmm. So yep. It actually shows personal growth, a bit of regret, and it, it makes more sense that he wants to hang with the team now that he is not, you know, hell-bent on using them for his own ends. He's mm. actually... Yeah, so I, I, I like that. And the art in this is amazing. Like, yes. we've got all sorts of people cracking open and turning into cyborgs. They're not mm. just, you know, neatly. Like, the way um, Chris Burnham draws the hands coming apart as guns yes. come out. Yes. It's just, yeah, it's very creepy. Yeah, and there's a bit of body horror with uh, Meta Woman going, you know, gross at the end mm-hmm. and uh, more fingers coming out of her fingers from the fingers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, the whole town gives a new meaning to the word finger guns, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Fingers. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and a lot going on. I mean, it's, it's really quite intense. And, yeah, it, it's interesting that the Doom Patrol are just being so assaulted 
particularly by the government. I mean, uh, what's the world where you can't trust the government? I don't, I don't want to live in that world. No, no, thank you. <laughs> Wait a yeah. minute. <laughs> hey, oops. <laughs> yeah, but uh, a fantastic issue. Just um, so much happens, and the art, every page is just a feast. Mm-hmm. It's a, a freaking smorgasbord of visual arty treats for you to yes. pick or just look at. You don't have to pick them. Yeah. What about you? Um, I, I agree. There, it's it's another great issue. There's so much going on. I like some of the surprises, like when McLean turns around and says, oh, yeah, well, the military are funding us. It's like, well, hang on a minute. What? What? <laughs> um, and also, that is that confirming that they're in league with General Blanche? Yeah. Um, and because the peace hammers have turned up, and I really hope that Blanche is still going to have his first name revealed as Carter. Um, please, Dennis Cobb, please make this dream come true. <laughs> I don't ask for much in this world, but please, even even issue seven, you know, just you know, come on something. Um, also, the reveal that with Think Tank 2, so at, at the start of the series, yes. it showed Niles talking to Mento yep. in that giant pink tank. I didn't realise... Either uh, either I misunderstood what was being written or it wasn't exactly clear, but in this issue, Chief Jane, she outright says that she was using Think Tank 2 to skim minds looking for metahuman emergencies. So it's kind of like, this is similar to... So we thought it was something surreptitious being done by these of the team, whereas actually it was front and centre in uh, the leader's... Uh, capacity is exactly. so, knowing about yeah. yeah yeah this is kind of like I guess uh, similar to the X Men Cerebro um, except it's it's Mento in in the giant pink tank and I was like oh okay so Mento is actually on the team and everyone's aware of his existence in the tank it's not some secret that Niles has locked away that yeah. no one else is aware I was like oh okay I had to go back and reread the series oh no poor me which was great fun but it was yeah it, it wasn't quite that obvious that that's what Mento is being used for until this issue yeah so like, oh, okay cool that, that was a nice little surprise um, what else did I okay this the page with Immortus and his giant laser and it's blasting something that's being held up by the you know a little frame and I'm looking at it, and it looks like a scrap of something. It looks, looks like, like a, a pink fleece. A pink fleece. I'm wondering if, I'm going out on a limb here, I'm wondering if this is a scrap of the painting that ate Paris. What? Which we last saw in issue 52 of volume 2 from February 1992, because that's the end of the Magic Bus storyline. Yeah. And at the very end where Mr. Nobody's public appearance in his run for presidency, all goes to hell and there's basically the vacated lot and there's cars shooting around. There's a little girl skipping around and she picks up a scrap of the painting that's left on the ground. Right. And she throws it at a government car. Doesn't she throw a rock at a car? Oh, sorry, she does throw a rock. I'm looking at it right now. She throws a rock. That's right. Yeah. God, me and reading comprehension of late. <laughs> I'm getting old. Um, and she skips away with the painting still in her hand, or the scrap of the painting still in her hand. I'm wondering if that's what General Immortus is blasting at. Whoa. Well, I mean, good on you for thinking about it, because I just read it. Went, eh. <laughs> because it, it's not clear what the, the giant laser beam is doing, but Immortus is monologuing there, and he's saying, no matter how long you run, I will find it will find you. Sooner or later, everyone will be drafted into my service. Surrender now. So he's basically talking to either 
the scrap of the parchment or whoever's inside the scrap of the parchment. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, that is probably the most fascinating bit of the comic because we're going, who are these characters? Who is he talking to? Mm-hmm. Who are the backs of all these people? So we've got the elephant guy. I've seen the elephant guy in, in comics. He's mm-hmm. been a Brotherhood of Evil person with the Titans, I think. Right. Um, and I think I saw him last in the like Jeff Johns era Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, the person in the surgical mask is probably the crime doctor. Right. Uh, but yeah. That's definitely shrapnel there. Has to be. Uh, has to, has be, to shrapnel. be shrapnel. Uh, perhaps that's Madame Rouge? Uh, maybe. Madame Rouge next to shrapnel? Maybe. Maybe. Hard to tell. Mm-hmm. There's a little girl. I think there was a little girl in the Brotherhood of Evil. She was sort of... I can't remember what the deal was, but she was like a Goldilocks vibe. Yeah. That's That must be warp with the... Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. With the... What would you describe it? The He's big got metal, like, the overcompensating metal helmet. The big metal piece of macaroni on top of his head. Yeah. Yeah. And someone has a tiger next to them and, yeah. But, I mean, on the next cover, there is that lady with tiger hands. And I believe she's from uh, the Morrison Burnham run of um, Batman Incorporated. So, oh, okay. Yeah. And she has a name which I will know by next episode. Right. Um, and there's Plasmus. Plasmus. Not plasmas. Uh, the guy with all the, the, you know, the electrical, veiny, you know, mm. nervous system. Uh, I'm just wondering if he's one of the team titans. Like, uh, oh, maybe. Yeah. Like, who cares? But, uh, but I, I love when um, Immortus is monologuing and there's just this spit everywhere. <laughs> he's just, he's literally frothing <laughs> at the mouth. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's just, uh, I mean, you, you do see spittle strands occasionally. But this is just, you know, this is like my dog after drinking some water. It's just everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no, but I'm, looking at, I'm looking right now, and it, that does look like a scrap of something. You're getting lasered yep. by the giant laser. Yes. Um, so. Scrap, hmm. Well, nicely caught, Mike. I think you're on the money on that. Uh, yeah, it's just, I'm just trying to remember, and I'll have to do more research, but I'm trying to remember who was left. Well, it could be nobody. Mr. Nobody, sorry, because didn't mm. he, did he end up? Well, no, he came back out in Volume Five, so yeah, he took off on his own recognizance. Yeah, so. yeah. So good use I, of the word recognizance. Well done. Well, yeah, using lots of good big fancy words today. Um, yeah, and then but he was also in the Jared. Way, he was in the Jared Way run anyway. So okay, so there's a mystery as to who or what is inside that scrap, that shred that's left of the painting that ate Paris. So. It's going to be interesting to see, A, whether I'm correct, and B, what it is that comes out. Mm. Yes. Yeah. But, oh, uh, that was the other thing, was uh, the quiz. Was, uh, Craig suggested, no, Buffalo DeLorean suggested the quiz was um, the Japanese character. So Yes. You know, so maybe she's the, the lady in that picture there. Maybe not. I don't know. The quiz was always in a big baggy suit. With yeah, gas, that's true. Gas mask. But, um, yeah, it could be. Could be, but you know, I love it. Yeah, but as far as that scrap of fabric, I think you're on the money. I think mm. if you were any more on the money, you'd be uh, the queen, so. <laughs> or Prince Charles now. Or I was going to say, do, do they still? Pre- I haven't, I haven't had cash in hand literally in <laughs> I don't know how long. So, do they still print the queen on our notes over here? Uh, or have they changed that already? I, I think the minting is the term, not printing. You know um, what? I'm, you know what? I'm oh right. yeah. 
Oh, minting on the well, minting on the coins um, and press, you know, printing the notes. Yes, uh, I believe so. Um, but okay. yeah, assuming we'll have the king on everything. Yes. So. Yay, because uh, we voted for him. Um, <laughs> I missed that one. Um, anyway. But uh, Americans have... have presidents, so you would be an American president if you were more on the money. There they? we go. Yeah. So, so I'm always conscious of our American audience because they are more than 50% of our listeners. Yes. So. Somehow. But yeah. yeah. Thank oh, you to all our so, listeners for tuning so in. Can you see our audience? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Pandering much? Uh but yes, we appreciate our audience for tuning into SLNS wherever you are in the world. Yeah. We love you all. You, you guys rock. Do you have a doom gong for this issue, Paul? You I, I think gong? I'm going to give the doom gong to the chief. I'm going to get, because he, he's, you know, everyone thought he was a slippery bugger and he would join the baddie and he was like, nah. Yep. I'm actually here because I, I'm here to thwart your plans, and you thought I was here to join you. You anticipated my scumbagness, and I'm not a scumbag anymore. So I'm giving it to the chief. The chief I, gets the doom gong, um, the DVP. He is the DVP of this yep. issue. I, I agree 100%. He had a really good couple of moments in this issue. Um, yep. And, you know, al- almost an apology and an admission of guilt, um, you know, in a very long-winded way, but, yeah... Very, very good arc moment for Niles Calder. Yeah, and it, it just makes more sense to have him around if he's not trying to murder you. <laughs> yeah, but then again, he yeah. could always relapse. You know, he could always relapse. You know, it wouldn't wouldn't completely surprise. Well, it would surprise. It would surprise and not surprise me at the same time. So yeah, but well done to the creative team on this book once again. Yeah, but if this was a movie, this would be like where the the, the heroes are all struggling, and uh, the, you know the emperor just announces something, and all the all the you know the crack troops run into the room, and you know, oh no, you know, so what's going to happen? Mm. So it's the it's the desperate moment before the rallying. Yes, well, we know in the next issue that the general Amortis attacks the shelter. Yeah. And then, you know, that's the penultimate issue of this series. Another big fancy word. Um, I it's just called have... Stoppable, too, I believe. Stoppable. Yeah. So I'm just worried how much more is going to hit the fan. I, I, I'm dreading that something else other than Amortis and his team are, g- are going to be the only thing that the Patrol are facing in these last yeah. two issues. Wow. I wasn't even thinking about the fans' welfare. <laughs> Ah, oh, you, 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 you. Let's, because, uh, let's uh, call it a... Sorry. Uh, uh, we haven't seen anything from Carter Blanche or Peacemaker this issue, or for a couple of issues now, and I'm just worried that they're going to pop up at the worst possible moment. Mm, I, I must admit, I'm more enjoying the Peacemaker miniseries, Peacemaker Tries Hard, than I am Peacemaker in this book, because I don't like Peace... I mean, Peacemaker is dumb. Yeah. Uh, uh, but this is really, this is the peacemaker from the Suicide Squad movie where he's, you know, just a scumbag working for Amanda Waller. So, right. yeah. yeah. Whereas I like him more trying to be his own scumbag working for himself. Right. But, okay. you know, yeah, more challenged about his, yes. you know, what is good, what is the right thing to do. I like it. I like that. But, yeah, that's what I think. Okay. So, cool. Roll on the last two issues 
Um, no, you squash them. <laughs> you might wrinkle them. Don't roll on them. Listen, oh, Mister. Well, you treat your comics the way you want to, mate. I'm going to put them on the shelf, or maybe put them in a bag, and then I'll take them. I mean, I've actually had in mind this issue is been in a comic shop news on the shelf. So, so I look. I look forward to the imminent arrival of the final two issues of this series. But don't roll on them. Oh my god. Are we done here? I think we're done here. We're done here. (laughs) In all his decades of publishing history, one event has affected Superman more than any other. Worlds lived, worlds died, and that was only the beginning. Superman was never the same. Presenting Superman in Crisis. Available weekly from January 3rd, 2022 at com. And now we would normally be looking into the mailbag of doom, but we haven't had anything of late, so um, thanks for your comments online and for cluing us into appearances of people like Gargoax. Your retweets or your reskeets or whatever they're called now. Thank you for those. Yes, but yeah, that's pretty much us done for this episode. So yeah. yeah. Us. Um, and yes, as always, thank you for tuning in wherever you are in the world. We we truly appreciate uh, your patronage. Um, and next episode, we will be discussing Unstoppable Doom Patrol issue six. Yes. With Flex Force as well. Flex, Flex Force. Flex Force is going to make their world debut in that issue with Silas Simon, mm. the mushroom dude. From the Lazarus Planet one wow. shot. That you, did guy. you just reread these the other day? What do you What do you mean? Like you just reread the whole thing because you've got all the names in your head. Yeah, no, I, like like I said, with with the Think Tank too and Mentor, and when I said I went back and reread the whole series, I did. I you was literally, like, because yeah. I, I was like, okay, what have I missed about the fact that Mentor is on the team and and Chief, if Chief Jane's aware of him, you know, then and what his purpose is, then either I've misunderstood something or it's been so long since I've read them that I want to, yeah. But yeah, because cool. Silas Simon runs up and goes, Captain Trainer, And he's like, please call me Larry if, or, you know, Negative Man, whatever. Just mm. don't call me that. Anyway, yes, Flex Force. Flex cool. Mantello's team of, of young, new, super-powered people. Now, may I plug my other podcast that I did? I'll allow it. Okay. Well, I did an episode of Dial F for Flanger, and I had my friend Moby on, and he talked about following the Women's World Cup football around Australia, because he's a big football fan. Yes. Um, and, yeah, so he went hard and went to many places and saw many games. So, uh, yeah, you might want to listen to that. Um, I also had Ryan on, Ryan uh, Haley, not to be confused with Ryan, Ryan Daly, Daly or yeah. Michael Bailey. Um, so yeah, I had Ryan on and he's talking about the update from LA cause he's an LA dude. Right. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that was, that was fun too. I liked talking to Ryan. Um, yeah, so that's out on uh, the dial F for Flanger show, which is, uh, above higher than this one in the list. Lower. I don't know. It depends how you cast aggregator displays them. So, well, it'll be probably, yeah, 
if you've got yeah. it set to more recent ones at the top, then yeah. Yeah. Until but, this one uh, comes out. Yeah, but uh, Mike, could you please provide contact details and witty farewells, as it says in the script? If you would like to get in touch with us, you can contact us kind of on Twitter or X, whatever it's called, via Wilfred at WFDPod. I think he needs to move to Blue Sky. I think mm, we need to so. push whatever buttons or plug whatever circuits or dials in to get him over. I've got three codes, so... Yeah, I've got about the same, I think. Yeah, okay. Anyway, that that's... yeah. We'll talk about we'll talk about that later. Uh, you can Don't email talk about us. On air. Well, let's keep this out of the podcast. Let's keep it for Please, the. Please let's let's not put it in the podcast. Keep no. it outside, Mike. Yeah. Don't don't distract the podcast from what its main point is by bringing these things up. What we were saying earlier, having to edit out a fucking rambling co-host. Um, you can always <laughs> email us at waitingfordoom at gmail dot com. You can uh, find our waiting for doom Facebook page, which Wilfred occasionally updates, and he occasionally updates the Instagram feed for waiting for doom as well. Sometimes, if he's got the power and the energy, um, and you can always check out our awesome website waitingfordoom.com, and you can join the Brew Crew or the Caffeine Nation, as the script says here, on buymeacoffee.com. The Fellowship of the Ring. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Do please do that. And Mike's going to put when you edit, Mike. Uh, this is an editing note that you could, could leave in or take out, whatever you want. Um, you'll put in the link to buy me a coffee, so people can directly they can listen and go, "Damn, I want to buy them a coffee." Yes, and they'll be, just be able to do it straight away without even travelling elsewhere or searching things. So you'll you'll do that, I hope. Yes, maybe <laughs> higher, lower um, at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> Roll it on was, your comics. It's a ruse. Um, <laughs> as always, thanks for listening and stay weird, be good to each other, don't be a crumb bum, and we'll catch you next time for more Waiting for Doom. Waiting for Doom. Okay, so it was, we look. It was, it was weird editing last time because I hadn't edited way for doom. So it's so much more fiddly than the other shows. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's all these little bits in between things. You know? That's what the people love. It's... Yeah, and sometimes the the co-host rambles and stuff. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> they're an absolute fucking nightmare to edit. They are. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, shut up. Three, two, one.